International. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. the carnival music for this movie <laughs> all right well there's why, why are you giving it there's ethan <laughs> ethan uh, making the music for the film here the uh the shostakovich theme that uh apparently you don't recall exactly but close no. enough all right uh we have a full house here today let's let's get all the greetings out of the way hello ethan hi how are you doing today i'm on the other side of the table uh, yeah yeah you're like totally to my right which is unusual i haven't done it yeah yeah it well, feels good yeah and then uh hello dothan dothan what the fuck <laughs> hey dothan how are you dothan i just combined your names that is not even combining our names you said an animal you said dolphin yeah ethan and donna is not I, dolphin yeah is what i said yeah. anyway donna hello hi dolphin i think i, I think i just quit this show nice <laughs> finally we've done it I got it. This is the one of the few times I've got a few drinks in me. So you know, oh, you're going to have to go with my shit. mispronunciations as I go through this. Yeah. Donna, hello. How are you doing? Hi. I, you know, last we spoke, we were under the weather. You sound like you're much better now. Yeah, thanks. You know, we've really flown forward two weeks in time. and I'm, <laughs> I'm doing quite better now. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> and then uh, a special guest, producer Juan. Hey guys, what is back from up, the dude? dead? Back from the dead. Oh back from God. the motherfucking dead. I hate being dead. <laughs> dude, he's <laughs> back. So that's why I'm back. This is for right. the OG subscribers. Uh huh. Well, Juan made a special preview though on a uh, fan favorite of the Gary Busey Town Massacre. <gasps> Adam Raider is going away episode. That's, that's right. right. Oh, yeah. I phoned in. Yeah. yeah, I called a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he also wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't in the producer. I felt seat. like I did. That was a great call-in. Mm-hmm. That, was that was a great. I call-in. actually haven't listened to that. Episode. I fucked it up. I fucked up. up the recording of it because I didn't have the high Z button pressed, um, so it doesn't sound that great. Yes, yes, yes. It sounds fucked up. Well, at least we this all is, know that this it is was producer good. talk, right? Yeah. Going on yeah. between we needed yeah. to convert that low Z to high Z. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. It's very, you have to click the uh, the guitar. It looks like a Gibson Explorer. You know those the big things. Yeah. What? No one knows what a Gibson Explorer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what a guitar My face is, is gross. You know, you're making you know, a gross face. Your face looks gray. Oh, thank you. Your face looks thank gray. You dolphin. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to welcome the host of the show, Banana. Thank you. <laughs> He's here. Uh, banana and the hizzy. All right. So, um, <laughs> so uh, today's episode uh, is on serious matters. So serious. <laughs> Uh, we're going. We're going. Stanley Kubrick. We've mentioned him many times before in episodes past, but now we're actually uh, doing a f- uh, movie that is a fan edit of a Stanley Kubrick film. Um, 
incidentally, um, I expect some uh, contention in the room. That's fine. Ah. Everything uh, Kubrick does is highly contentious, so that makes sense. Well, are you um, pro or anti Kubrick? I'm very pro Kubrick. As one fact, I, I don't. Donna? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the survey there. I just got a really funny message from That's great. Okay, back to your, this is your host for the night, right. Banana. Yeah. So, uh, um, I made it clear that I'm a fan of Kubrick. Yes, I, multiple I, times. I multiple brought times. it up on like yeah. every episode. Um, uh, this movie, uh, we're talking about Eyes Wide Shut, and uh, this movie has a little special place for me. This, is one of, this was the only um, uh, Kubrick film that I was able to see in theaters. I mean, I've seen 2001 over at the um, uh, at the Paramount now uh, uh, last year, which was terrific. Um, but uh, in theaters when it was released, this was the only one that came out sort of in my lifetime that I could yeah, actually yeah, attend yeah. to. And I saw 94? I 90, 99, 99. 99? Yeah. yeah. Y2K, baby. Yeah. And uh, Will so Smith. I, I have a special fondness for this. Look at Wild. Uh, um, I, uh, Look at Wild. I really like a lot of it. Jim I've West. spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, and reading up, <laughs> of, yeah, <right. laughs> reading up on this particular movie and the interpretations thereof. And, and it happens to be not not only just the film that I happen to have seen in theater, but also uh, Kubrick's last film. I gotta get me one of these. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, yeah uh, Donna over there, there's playing Pokemon Go as we sit here. Well, you're a Pokemon Go. Look at you. You're and, just gonna go to the, the store. Where you shop? Target? Hey. <laughs> and uh, so, um, well, this is a movie that, uh, in, in many ways, we talked about before, like Kubrick, like he's the master, you know, mm-hmm. you don't touch Kubrick. And here, here is Gatos, uh, a fan editor, by the way. Gatos. Gatos. Yeah, we had right. this fucking <laughs> conversation yeah. last no, time. you're right. Bezos the editor himself scolded me on the forum. So yeah. it is Gatos. As he should. Uh, what was the movie that we watched of his? Before? 21 Grams. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Which we did. Look at Gatos do a classic film. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't, uh, we didn't do him the proper service by going back and actually watching the entirety of that because the DVD got fucked up. But anyway, we did watch the entirety of his... of his eyes wide shut edit, yeah, and um, so uh, we have uh, we have a lot of interesting, I think, potentially interesting dynamics here to discuss. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm very familiar with the original. Same things. I'm sitting in a spot I'm not used to. You are like looking at the window, going, "I didn't even know I had a window uh, yeah, here. What the I fuck are these no blinds?" I'm in a different. I'm in a not usual spot, which is good for this movie. Exactly. Um, uh, and then uh, producer Juan, who's contributing. Wow. Hey. Hey. He's killing it. You two it. have not yeah. seen the original to my understanding. No, I've never seen it. Oh, really? So I, think I we felt should... like, yeah, I had never seen it. That's what I felt like. Wait, I... you also haven't seen it. I though. know, but I was just, I was okay, making sure well, he has just said seen like, it. really? Like, well, I like, okay, okay, maybe, yeah, I've seen it a million know. times. Yeah, you hadn't either. seen it either? No. Oh, I feel like I have seen it more than you have, though. It looks like we got a classic game of euchre on our hands, guys. Yeah. Trump card the ace bomb. Yeah. So yep. let's uh let's start this uh let's start this off with actually y'all's impression of the edit because I think okay. that's going to be a good sounding yeah. board to bounce up to see uh, the differences between the two. So first impressions, yeah. what do you guys think? Um, right off the jump, uh, I think if it's. I think if it's a good movie and it's a good edit of a good movie, it will still be a good movie because like it relies on footage and like what you've shot and like the 
shit that he shot for this is like crazy it's so insane it reminds me of uh it's like yodorowsky like to the t like the costumes and everything like satanic imagery i fucking love it it's great and like i didn't see an edit like i didn't i didn't see one this could have been the movie i don't as far don't as you're know. concerned this could be a, this could a, be a theatrical release yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like itself. i didn't i didn't notice anything okay. at all like i i don't know so um, you felt that it was like a fully fleshed out idea yeah i i mean i thought i thought it was good i thought it was like uh good all around i i don't i don't know i mean aside from i liked it and i yeah. thought it, i thought it was great so like on a, this edit scale if you were to imagine this was the theatrical release that came yeah. out one to ten by kubrick but yeah i mean i would i would rate it high yeah 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 totally like i i didn't like i said i didn't see anything what were some of the things that kind of like struck out to you like oh shit or like i really the like imagery that. yeah like i like the shots i like like the he has like the kubrick like slow fades in like on the long shot i love I like i love that yeah and then i like the dissolves that he uses mm-hmm. are really nice like his, his transitions are always really good mm-hmm. and i always like the performances that he gets like he always gets just great like kind of overwrought performances but they just work really well and then i i've never seen it so i didn't know this like everything like visually reminded me of like holy mountain like to a t mm. like holy mountain and like El, i mean uh, santa sangre yeah. like to it to an extent and then um and then like some like kenneth anger stuff like it reminded me it was really weird like i, I it's like my favorite stanley kubrick that i've seen now yeah, yeah yeah it's fucking great i've never seen it and like i've seen a clockwork orange and everything mm-hmm. I, like I, I i i think this is the only one i hadn't i haven't seen uh what's the really barry boring Linden. one yeah i haven't seen barry Lyndon. i haven't seen that but uh but yeah that's like my i I like this better in 2001 yeah really yeah this uh, edit better than 2001 yeah 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 yeah. wow okay i mean i like 2001 yeah don't get me wrong 2001 is great i like it better than full metal jacket yeah i like it better than citizen kane (laughs) so you're saying godfather the godfather you don't like all movies but i like it better but this (laughs) eyes wide shut that it was pretty was pretty talk to you (laughs) yeah i like it i like it better i like it better than uh pixar's up have you ever seen that <laughs> I, I like it better than that um yeah like a, a pretty much any movie except for my favorite movie but i like yeah 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 so yeah you so you leaned into this you, you like yeah, it a lot yeah i didn't right. i never i didn't expect it like i didn't expect it and then like and then like with kubrick i expected to see like obvious things done <laughs> nobody uh, wants to know what your favorite movie is Planet of the Apes, maybe. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, I expected to see like obvious edits because it's Kubrick, but yeah, I yeah. didn't see anything. Like, I didn't see an edit. Oh, I see what you mean. Like, you would you you felt like you were going to be able to see Gatos's hand yeah, as yeah. he massaged yeah, this edit, which I didn't no, see. Gatos, Gatos, not Gatos. What the fuck? Why do you just think I'm Gatos? He Gatos. <laughs> I didn't like the movie at all. See, oh, this is the great shit. dichotomy uh, that Kubrick inspires. So go into it, lean into it. What, I, what didn't you I, I like or what did you like? I think everything that Ethan said is true in that it was like shot really nice and like uh, there were really good performances and all of that. But I just, I, I don't, all I know that is, is, is that it's an edit and I felt like um, it was edited into a different movie. But yeah, but you haven't seen the original movie. I, know, How can you I be feel like, like the ed- original would make more sense. Like I, like for, I don't understand I don't what so. happens to like his wife and kid. Like he just, they just like don't talk about them. Right. They like introduce them and they like feel like they're going to yeah. be main characters, and then they're not talked about until like the end yeah. of the movie, kind of for like a second or like, right. uh, I, which was weird to me. So I kind of felt like something was left out with them. Like uh, the editor didn't think that 
that story mattered that part right. of the story right and I, I thought he was just trying to focus on it being weird and uh, <sighs> I mean from what I've seen of the original and I've seen some of it don't get me wrong I haven't seen all of it uh, I've seen some of it like on HBO or something but I remember it being really fucking weird like I mean no matter how well, you there's get a lot to of it, weird like the footage is sure. weird the yeah yeah, is yeah. Weird. yeah, yeah. So it's but like, I don't understand why he was being driven to go to, to this place in places. the first place yeah. like I don't know if he was having issues with his wife you know that yeah. was drawing him away are we from, having a character motivation from, like, issue being at home and caring about that shit but like it just seemed it it seems more like this like weird fantasy thing where like it's just is it Bill what's Tom, what's Tom Cruise's character's uh, name Bill Joe? Harford Bill okay yeah so like he uh he just like wants to explore this like fantasy life for some reason mm-hmm. yeah. and is like captivated by this lady in a mask and and she is of him and it doesn't really make sense to me why the entire yeah. time yeah uh so i just felt like something was edited out that made made it not make sense on purpose because he, he wanted it or she wanted well, i thought it to be she did way. it because he saved her life because she overdosed Mm. like that's why i thought her motivation was i get what you're saying though um like there is like points where like at the beginning when they're at the first party yeah uh mask off party yeah where he like has that, the a, two girls that is a great point that you just made uh because uh and and, and the way i see this movie not to diverge too from too far what Fuck. you're saying is that the movie has is very much a mirror of itself from yeah. the first half to the second half. And the first they return to start, they return to a bunch of shit. The yeah. first half starts with a dance, a party, yeah. and then halfway through we get the beginning of another dance, which yeah. is ends up being the orgy scene. But that's the one you're referring to where everyone is in masks. No, I'm referring to the no. first one. Oh, the first excuse, excuse me, I'm sorry. Because yeah, there's ahead. a because, in contrast because the like one. there's a point at the beginning where you think that they're swingers because you see Tom Cruise with two girls on his arm, right? Like flirting it up, right? Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, he's a pimp. And wait, he was supposed to meet his wife or his whatever wife at the is bar. Just gone. Right. At the bar, yeah, like it was her gone. idea to meet at the bar, yeah. right? And then like that whole part was just not in the movie yeah that's right and that that's was right. the last we heard of her yeah it basically is. i yeah. am chomping at i know the i know donna me too me too yeah no i i get what i like i agree with what you were saying i have a feeling like, i'd like the original but i hate the edit i don't hate that i like the edit. i think uh um uh, i uh based off what y'all guys which y'all have said i think if you guys saw the original um i think ethan you would like it Maybe the same, maybe a little bit more, but I I think you would uh, one. I think you would like it maybe a little bit more, but I don't know if it would it would turn the needle so far. to you be like you, everybody needs to see Eyes Wide Shut? Okay. Yeah, I don't think that you would love the original, but I definitely think that you would say the original was a good movie. Yeah. Right. So let's uh, let's let's jump into because there there's a lot of things that happened in the original that are not in this movie in this edit. And uh, I'm I'm I was honestly surprised that a lot of these things were removed because I found them very instrumental to the plot um, and the and and the purpose of the movie. 
and particularly in the first act that we're missing, which is some of the stuff that you you address there, Juan. Um, and uh, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it over to Donna because I kind of <laughs> want her impression because I know I know like I I feel like I know this movie almost inside and out. So I want to give it to you and get your impressions of your the contrast between the movie and the edit and so on. Well, mine is pretty intense. So actually, I've not to immediately uh, reflect back to you, but I mean, if you want to get into like what was removed, because I think once everyone has uh, is on the same playing field of knowing what happened in the movie, it might be a little bit better to have a conversation about what i thought let's at least start at the beginning the the party scene and uh what's missing and why that might affect uh you know what these guys had experienced yeah so um Oh, boy. Uh, so uh, at the beginning, uh, during the party scene, he is supposed to meet his wife. And then uh, the wife is at the bar. And I think it's interesting what you said, where uh, Tom Cruise seems like a like a playboy or like a pimp or something. Because I was, having seen the movie, not the impression that I get from him, I guess. But right. uh, Nicole Kidman's character... Uh, is at the bar and she's like thwarting uh, this like Hungarian dude, like some European guy is like hitting on her and he's like, she's like, no, like get away from me. I'm meeting my husband. Go away. He's sort of like the suave uh, Dos Equis guy. Yeah. And he's hitting on her and then he actually dances with her. Right. So you actually have the dance, which is paralleled uh-huh. in the, in both yeah parts. The, both sequences yeah. yeah it's like the day and night is yeah. how i think of it mm-hmm. um i thought she might be a hooker for a little bit we'll see and that talks about the very and this is what i think about this great about Sex this movie worker. is you have to talk this movie has so many great visuals in it but the very first shot in the movie is not in this edit and the very first shot of the movie is this uh this shot of nicole kitman in the bathroom um I think it's the very first shot. I'm, I hope I'm not misstating this, but she's looking at the mirror and she like clips something on the back of her dress and her dress falls off and she's nude. And it's a black dress, not too unlike the black dresses that are sort of uh, in the party, the second party sequence. And like there's like this, there's a sexuality thing that's going on, but it's it's nudity, but it's not sexuality. It's just her dressing in the sh- in a, in a, was there in a black bathroom. dresses in the second party there's only like tuxes and shit, but everybody's wearing all, black they're wearing yeah. robes yeah and the girls yeah. are wearing black bikinis and stuff yeah yeah, yeah uh, but they're not wearing well black bottoms anyway yeah. <laughs> um but the point is is that the the movie at the very explicitly tries to say like it's like this weird dichotomy between sexuality and just and and nudity and lust you know like the really the separation of the two and um but the parallel that's missing in the origins uh uh and what you're talking about is the dance with the hungarian is that uh she's getting seduced by the hungarian attempted seduced well yeah she's getting seduced but as they start dancing it becomes more of like a seduction thing so at first she's like fighting off this guy's advances and then she's like okay well we'll just dance right and as they're dancing she's like swooning over this guy a bit Mm -hmm. and tom cruise happens to walk by with the models and he's like well fuck you yeah but why does he have the models 
Because they just swarmed him just like the Hungarians swarmed her. These two scenes are happening at the same time. So when she goes to the bar and he goes with the friend, sorry, uh, she goes to the bar, he goes with the friend, and then the friend is like, gets that call or whatever and has to leave. And so at that point in time, the models come over to him, and meanwhile, she is being uh assaulted so it's like two mirrors like they're like their so paths throughout the party the are, thing is yes. both of them are being seduced and yeah. both of them deny the seduction like yeah. she at the end she refrains from moving forward with the hungarian says it's not appropriate and just like tom cruise with the two girls the eventually rainbow. says you know what i'm not gonna do this and yeah. then he gets pulled away to go deal with the yeah because that also like kind of mirrors it is when p- the people are getting pulled out of the party and stuff. Yeah, yeah 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 and you see it one another that changes thing, everything that changes the way that i see his character completely that's yeah. the thing is yeah. i think that this move, i think yeah. that this edit plays his character as somebody who's kind of devious and mischievous and purposely <laughs> and purposely like uh, um, uh, purposely challenging the fidelity of the relationship not to bring that word into play but I think yeah. that's relevant that's um, like he's the one who's who's skirting and, and ruining and potentially ruining the relationship um, but what this however mo- yeah really yeah. What, mo- what this movie lacks is the inciting incident like every movie has that moment where this thing happens and that's what launches the characters into the movie. She's cheating on him? No, not that's quite. That's dangerously close. <laughs> so she, uh, so after this party, they go home and the, the movie plays out as it did in the edit. Uh, Tom Cruise goes to work. He comes back home and him uh, and Nicole are going about their day. Like you see the quick flash of her like taking care of the kid and shit. And then uh, Nicole is sitting in the bathroom, which is is like a fucking iconic shot and literally was one of the variant covers for the movie and on the back of the movie as a cutout in every version. Uh, But she's sitting in the bathroom with that white uh, wife beater and in her panties and she's sitting there and she's smoking a joint and she's talking to Tom Cruise about how she had a, a, a brief romance with this sailor guy well what happened just to to clarify that is that they're they're both smoking weed which apparently is like if you watch their performance like the most crazy expensive perfect weed ever because it just fucking knocks both of them the fuck out yeah because bezos smokes halloween well i've seen people who are high and i've seen them and they're like crazy (laughs) i've never seen a high person and uh what it starts off as a conversation well she she brings up so did you (laughs) when when i didn't see you at the party did you go fuck those two girls i saw you with and he was like no i got pulled up to go to ziggler to help him with something but he, he couldn't say what it was you know so there's like this mischievous there but then he like throws it in her face yeah. and he's like well did you fuck that guy you were dancing with the hungarian yeah. and she's like no of course and oh, no, no no she's like and, and he's like well i know you didn't fuck that hungarian guy she's like well, why not how how do you know i wasn't gonna fuck him and it's like oh no 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 there was some line about uh um, well, he she says that well the guy wanted to fuck me and he was like well of course you did she's like, you're a hot piece of ass you know Whoa. basically and he goes are you saying that the only reason he wanted to approach me and dance with me is because he wanted to fuck me and he was like well yeah uh, <laughs> and she's like like how like that is so simplistic why didn't you think I was gonna go with that and he's like well you know because we're in love and we have a kid and we have a family so i trusted you not to do that yeah and she goes you just trusted me 
I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing the dialogue. He's like, you just trust me? He's like, well, yeah. He's like, why would you trust me? He's like, because that's not, he's like, he makes a broad gen- gender uh, comment. He's like, because that's not what girls do. You yeah. know, and he's like, oh, well, if you would have known, let me tell you a story. And then that's when he, he goes in the story that Donna's talking about. Yeah. She talks about this story about how they went to, a, they were on vacation, they were at this hotel, and there was this sailor that came through. And for whatever reason, she had this instant attraction, and she's telling him the story. And you can see him looking at her as he's telling the story, and she starts to, he starts to visualize what's going on. And he's like, oh, and this sailor, uh, if he had wanted me right then and there and said so, I would have abandoned you, I would have abandoned our child, I would have done everything to be with him. And that's what fucks him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Visualizing the strangers fucking huh. his wife on this table or whatever. Which is yeah. a reoccurring theme throughout then, the movie. And then before he can really wrap his head around it, the phone rings and he gets pulled out because one of his clients has died. Which is uh, back where we're at with the edit where yeah. he goes to the yeah, woman's house. That is a pretty instrumental scene. It's the inciting fucking <laughs> incident. Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds crazy. I think that would have helped. It gives I it a think. meaning. It, it gives like the entire... Yeah. Like I just... The entire time I didn't know what why I was watching this movie. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. That's right. And and I, that's, I, I thought that's it was why. really interesting huh. this editor took out what I call, like I call it the inciting incident. Huh. Not even... Well spoiler alert for this edit he didn't even just take out that piece he completely removed nicole kidman from the movie by by, by doing that yeah. and following it with other yeah. edits yeah, well i mean gone. the second that he took out the the hungarian incident it, it, it she couldn't exist in the movie anymore it's true cause and then neither could the other part of tom cruise if, if you will yes yeah, yeah yeah so that's what that's what sends him in the in the real in the original movie that's what sends him on this odyssey is that uh he's feeling so crazy fucking jealous because he thought he understood his wife and she's telling him point blank you don't understand me but if, there's a i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you don't understand me <laughs> given just if something little had changed our entire lives would be over because i would have i would have abandoned you and our kid just to be with this guy sacrifice everything so and then it's immediately challenged because he goes to the doctor's office and there's a huge chunk trimmed but there's a, a pretty uh, big piece trimmed from that scene which is that when uh, he goes to the di- the dead man's house with the the woman uh, she the hits daughter. on him. Not no hardcore. Yeah, she is yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. need to fuck me now, and wow. he is like, I don't, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. And someone walks in, and he's like, bye, and yeah, just adios. like gone. Yeah, like like y'all remember that scene where the blonde has uh, because the guy had died, and he's talking to that blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, right. In the like Donna said, like in the original, at some point she says, "I need to tell you something," and then he she kisses him yeah. and says, "I love you. I've always loved you. I've been in love with you forever." And he's like, "You're obviously in a traumatic mode right now." I was like, "No, that's not it. Like I've loved you for." ever like so the, you get this first instant of this somebody temptation temptation this girl immediately saying i want to fuck you basically let's fuck and him having to n- negotiate that and i think the girl who the guy who walks in is her husband uh played by 
uh, Dharma and Greg, the Greg guy. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Dharma, get off of there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so that's his maneuver out, but that's the, but now he's, now he's walking down the street and he's got this, he's like, he's like fucking struggling because this girl who he thought she knew, he knew was like hitting on her in front of her dead dad and, and then, and then he's thinking about his wife who fucking tried to yeah. like, and then it makes it like thing. rules of three because he runs into the daughter of the guy that owns the shop. Uh, no, prior to that, because there's <laughs> a huge chunk missing from this scene yeah. there's like a lot of shit missing a, from this movie there's another big sort of uh to and fro that happens two he, scenes that back that that correlate to one another so he runs out of this apartment and he's walking through new york so there's an alleyway and in the alleyway there's a prostitute with some guy yeah. and they're uh partaking in activities in the alleyway is that what it is? Yeah, and then he starts. He's there. He's like looking at them, and he's like, Whoa, and he's getting like more frustrated with his, his thought shit. Process, yeah. yeah, and then he gets uh, harassed by like some dude bros, like some douchey guys. That's right. And they're like calling him a faggot. Yeah, and queer and all Whoa. this other yeah. stuff. Yeah, like so. They're now that he's getting challenged by his sexuality. His man, his yeah. masculinity uh. is being confronted right. immediately. That sounds important. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. Like you see these, all these thematic yeah, things yeah. that Kubrick has put into. Now, none of this stuff is relevant to the narrative of him getting involved in this cult thing that happens. You know, yeah, yeah. but it is thematically relevant because it's it's painting his whole uh, sexual Character. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what... I mean, we've talked... Just to put a pin in uh, where we're at for a moment with what has been removed with this film, but that is what Kubrick does so well is that he... He paints this amazing picture and you are spiraling out of control as the character is spiral, spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing what he does and it's weird to see a chop shop version of that. Yeah, because I... I, I, You're like, okay, so the original movie came out and uh, he actually edited it. He cut out another like 15 to 20 minutes of it and then presented that to the studio and he said it was his final cut and maybe he was going to edit more, but we don't know, but he died. Yeah. Like four days after that release. So, um, and uh, just to to talk you know to more about kubrick and his editing like uh it was just re- recently announced that in um in england they're going to finally re- uh, allow a theatrical release of the shining and apparently in in europe uh the shining had only had a had a 24 minutes cut out of it from the from what we got in america mm-hmm. uh for censor reasons but he was the one who cut out the 24 minutes in order to make it work in the european uh world so the point is like in america we've had like this official kubrick version and then in europe there's like this second you know 2.0 kubrick version and and uh is eyes wide shut the version that he would have ended on we don't know because he died sort of right at that point where it's kind of like i'm done maybe i'm not done and uh i think this edit sort of starts to when we see stuff that gets removed like uh, what Juan is saying is like when you see something gets removed, when they talk about what's been removed, now you're like, oh shit, that makes sense now. Yeah. And so it starts to build in this idea that maybe we did get uh, at the end the final version of this movie because as soon as you start taking away some of this shit, the the thematic tone starts to really start to deteriorate. Um, 
as he's walking down from that scene after he gets bullied by the dude, the dude bros, he comes up on a crosswalk and this girl approaches her and says basically, "Hi, sailor." You know, I'm I'm paraphrasing and and he and she goes, uh, "You know, why don't you just come to my place?" I'm right. She's a prostitute. Why don't you just come uh-huh. to my place? I'm right around the corner. And by now, he's so kind of fucked up. He's like, "Yeah, I think I'll do that." And so it, he, she invites him into her place, and they go down into this little, uh, ho- uh, this little room where she has a roommate, but the roommate's not there. And uh, she takes him down, and they talk about price. You know, it's gonna be like two hundred bucks or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm down." And then as soon as it's about to cross that line, well, they start kissing. They're like kissing and making out like on a bed, right? And as soon as that line's about to be crossed, his phone rings, and it's his wife, mm. and that breaks the mood, and he's like. I gotta go. And so he gets out and he leaves. He pays her anyway because he's like, you know, he's like a nice doctor, prostitute, uh, John or whatever. <laughs> oh, well, he he bullshits about it, though. He tells Alice, which is uh, Kidman's character, he that says, he's stuck at I'm house. sorry, that guy's dead. Like, I'm stuck here for a minute. He's yeah. dead. He's real dead. And I, like, really <laughs> got to get to the bottom of his death. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he leaves that place and then he's walking down and then that's when he runs into the Sonata Bar and then bumps into Nick Nightingale, who tells him about the the party with the Fidelio, and then he yeah, gets yeah, his yeah. costume. And kind of this stuff is what's played out in the movie. And I don't think there's a whole lot of edits from there on out. Um, what happens though? Until after, yeah, but like, like, uh, yeah, like I get what you're saying though. Like prepping up to that big party scene, which is obviously like the second party's the the meat of the movie. But there definitely seems like there is uh, some meat that might have been cut out that like. Um, like where you kind of like you you see his his like fidelity break almost more than what you've seen in this edit because in this edit like his fidelity is just like uh well i don't know what he is he's just kind of weird he's just following something do you get yeah so he feels in this version he doesn't feel like he's pursuing anything it feels like the plot is pushing him around yeah yeah because he's not uh because of that that exciting incident thing doesn't launch yeah but that that like the the scenes that were cut seemed like what they do is they they kind of um he's tested more Right, and, like, the, and the testing part is a big deal because that's kind of what this movie really ultimately. I think if you boil it all down, if you put it on one word, it's temptation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's so. Okay, now is a good time for me to uh, bring my questions about this movie because it does uh, up until the end of the party. Uh, so, uh, golly, um, so. <laughs> He goes to the costume shop up until the end of the party is pretty much completely straightforward. There's not really anything removed there. I think there's more sequences when he's at home the following morning right, before but he goes out. Just to pause right there, because I think that this is the... Uh, so, I wrote um, uh, about halfway through... Uh, Nicole is completely removed from the movie at right, this point in this right, edit. Right. And I didn't understand if what the editor was uh, trying to do, what Gatos was trying to do was uh, imply that like a woman's worth is only her being at home as like a stay at home mom, because there is a scene left in where she's taking care of the kid and like putting on deodorant. Mm-hmm. Or is he trying to imply uh, that Tom Cruise's character, Bill, is like some sexual deviant 
freak that has is like power hungry by being a doctor mm. and i don't yeah. understand what the story is mm. that he's trying to tell in this edit he leaves in a lot of um if you're talking about the editor specifically he, he leaves in what i'm assuming is all the scenes of tom cruise saying it's okay I'm a doctor. <laughs> well, there's the, yeah, there's about three times where he like pat uses. There's more than three. Do doctors doctor use their badge like that? I don't. Do really? doctors so, have a badge? I, like he uses it like he's like fucking cop or some yeah. shit, yeah. like an FBI agent. I like the way that one dude responded to him flashing it like, okay, so you are that person. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Alan Cummings. He's still on the other side. Oh, that was good. He's like, okay, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 you, you know, it's funny. Like if you were to take. It's hard to say because, like, I, I know what you're saying. What you're saying, but if you were to take like this edit and say this is the official Kubrick edit, what would what would the people say about the interpreting the fact that Nicole Kidman is this huge star, the wife of Tom Cruise at the time when they were making this? Yeah, yeah. and uh, she's in the first uh, you know five minutes of the movie. She's got about twenty seconds in the middle where she shows her butt, and then she's not there anymore. Is there some big thing? She if- wouldn't be that character yeah, yeah exactly if thing. i if that's i saw this movie as the kubrick version of this movie uh i wouldn't believe it yeah because i don't think that kubrick has ever made a movie where uh that has female characters and doesn't paint the female characters in a positive light yeah does she even pass the bechdel test <laughs> I mean, she's in the movie for five seconds yeah. and is basically I mean, in shoved edit. into a shoe of... Yeah. Uh, it's... This edit infuriated oh, me no. <laughs> because it was so disgustingly sexist just in the way that I saw it. Uh-huh. The implications are grotesque to me. I was furious. How so? I, I don't like that you cut out all there there are plot issues with cutting out the nicole kidman uh information Mm -hmm. but there are also uh it's weird that you would have left the scene in if you were gonna cut her out cut her out after the dinner the initial party don't leave in the scene where you're implying that she's a housewife. That is what makes it sexist. Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't, I don't, I, it probably does pass the Bechdel test if it's, uh, if it's the original edit, but I don't think this one does. Uh, well, okay, but as it, but this movie it ends, it, right? uh, well, to speak to both your points, because this movie ends differently than the, the original does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, and that's actually a very interesting kind of ending because it sort of addresses both of what you're saying. Um, you know, he walks in and the mask is on the t- uh, on the pillow. Well, uh, presumably she put the mask there. So no, well, I didn't. Wait, I didn't read wait, it like we that didn't at even all. Get to what happened with the because that part was cut out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't think? No, I thought they were. I thought it was a sign of like we know where you sleep. Yeah, but That's that part was it. removed oh, from the you movie. You thought that somebody ninjaed that in there without the wife knowing? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't. Yeah, think I about thought that. this entire time, like, like I mean, the way I read the movie was the. Um, 
the entire time his wife has really no idea what he's doing and the only reason he's like half getting away with what he's doing is because they don't have cell phones <laughs> like like they don't have like they don't have like cell phones with like internet or yeah, anything yeah. so it's like so it's like the only reason he's getting away with it is because they just they don't they can't meanwhile in the original the reason why is because they've had a fight because they've she, had it but yeah but they yeah, don't have a fight in this one yeah exactly and then so so like me i kind of have to like retroactively think of like why she's not constantly in contact with him yeah and it and the obvious reason is well they, they just didn't have the technology then and then if you just fuck off like no one can find you so it's fine so she and, put that mask there yeah does she she did it's not directly implied in the original either yeah it is because in the original during those sequences that you're talking about where she's doing housewife stuff she opens up a cabinet and finds the bag of his rental costumes oh and so when he returns because i was always wondering he ret- how he got the bag like when he was well, returning the bag i'm like all I'm that like, shit he brought, was removed because all that shit was cut party. out it's removed all that different. shit is yeah. cut out so you think he just leaves the party and then somehow like oh he left the rental bag in the taxi and they put his suit back on yeah put his shit back on in yeah. the taxi and then the taxi drops him off and Presumably. then he, yeah that's how i read it and then after being away from his wife for so long, for like for for three days, for n- no reason, yeah. really, it's like yeah. a twenty four hour period. Uh, you know, it you is, guys the, told me yesterday to suspend my disbelief, so I'm working <laughs> so on he's it. He's gone for six years. Yeah, so he's gone, but, but, but yeah, that's like how I read it. Was like he was gone for a long time. He just he well, I just read it like oh, he fucked off for a night plus some hours. Yeah, and like 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 his whole thing is he's gonna go home and he's gonna be like. Uh, a baby someone died a baby i was just you yeah, know i was yeah, there yeah. counseling you know but but he in real in reality i just had this crazy night i didn't uh think that he met up with her at some point in between then he didn't he doesn't he doesn't because he goes well home. then how's he get the he, so he he goes home he goes home he falls asleep and what and while she's asleep she wakes up to start doing all of her housewife stuff and is just cleaning up random shit and comes across his bag of rental stuff that he had brought in yeah i know i get it was, so she knows that home. he's home in this edit, she doesn't know that he even comes home. That's true. Well, that's, he's that's never what I'm come saying. home. Yeah. He, ne- come he home never before, comes home. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's what true. I'm saying is yeah, that they, they see now. each other at the first party yeah. and then they see each other at the end, yeah. which makes when you see the mask on the pillow more you, evident that someone has snuck, snuck in. Snuck it in. You think somebody, yeah, because your impression based off this edit is that somebody ninja'd inside that 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 mask and that she has no because the mask was never in the house right because he changed in the taxi right. because he never goes home i thought i was ninja'd by the yeah yeah, yeah. you, sex you thought the same thing too yeah, the yeah sex because it makes logical oh, that's sense fascinating. yeah I that's, mean, that's what I thought. I, I was confused by it. I was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I was weird. like, I was like, these people yeah. are hyper Illuminati. Uh, Tom Cruise, Vanilla Sky, your ass out of there. I've never seen Vanilla Sky. But like, yeah, I might have. I think twice. that's what the editor wanted us to feel. But I yeah. don't think that it landed very good. That's interesting because obviously familiar with the original, that's not what I, li- that I that's not what the conclusion, the conclusion I came to. What does the editor have to say? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll send him an email. Does he does put like an analysis of his own about his edit. I mean, oh, there might be some information on fanedit.org. I'd like to know what he th- or she thinks. He, well, that's what I'm interested in as well because I don't understand why the movie is seemingly. I 
really oh god it makes me so angry (laughs) so uh the thing is in the original like i said she finds the mask and uh, we don't know she finds the mask there's never a scene where she opens the bag up and looks at the mask and goes you know like all, all we see is her finding the bag and then we discover that the bag is missing the mask and then when he comes back home yeah well that's what i'm saying so you put those two together no not necessarily that's still not implied i still think it could remain open because he drops the mask at the house well he drops the mask at the house with all the other stuff in the costume bag yeah but but they just at some point they have control of the mask for a second just because she went no that's stupid you packed up his clothes in this edit that's not stupid right but in the original which is what i'm trying to talk to you (laughs) is the only other person that's seen that <laughs> so the reason why I don't I, I think it has to be her who found the mask is because what what's cut out in this one is the very first thing is he's he starts to cry as he sees the mask on the bed and she wakes up and he goes I'll tell you everything I'll tell you everything and then uh, the next shot is her like smoking a cigarette who looks like she's been crying for eight hours and and presumably she he has told her everything and um, it starts to become daylight, and they say, "Well, we have to, we have to like uh, um, go Christmas shopping." Right, but before that, there's a line where she says something like, "Well, um, uh, you know, we just have to kind of let the past be the past." And then he says it's like some retort, and he says something like, "Well, then we have to say that uh, you know, fantasies are not just fantasies, or dreams are not just dreams, or something like that," to like imply that. You know, you told me this fucked up shit about you wanting to, you know, have an affair with this guy, and it's not just nothing. And she does kind of tacitly admit to that. But the point is, is I think that's all inspired because she pulled out the mask, going, "Where the fuck have you been for the last couple of days?" And then that sparked this whole fuck this conversation. That's not in this one. And I think it would be interesting. I don't think so. I think it'd be very interesting to take the original movie with the inciting incident as it is, as we've talked about, and go all the way up to this scene and end it just like Gatos has ended the Gatos has just ended this edit. Where because then that would leave all the questions on the table as to why the mask is there. Did she find it? Did she put it there? What's the relevance of him breaking down as a result of seeing the mask? What's the consequences of that? What's the aftermath? How does that play thematically with what all happened? I think there's a lot more interesting questions seen in that than getting the ending that we get in the original. <laughs> Donna disagrees. I, I just, I don't, I don't buy into what you're saying. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I think, yes, that would be a very interesting version and maybe in a, an, in a perfect world right if this was a better movie uh or whatever um however i do think that it's still left to interpretation i don't think that the i don't think the actions of breaking down and the conversation equal her finding the mask in the original yes really? because you if he, it's how, how from do you think his it, perspective. How do you think the mask got on the pillow then? I don't know. It in could the be the same way. It could have been that they were threatening him and after he challenged the guy in the house, it still could have been put on the pillow really? after the fact. Yeah. So, uh, so the three of you, you know, edit or non-edit, you, you all think that it's still... I think well, that I've it could go either... Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it could go either way, but I, I'm just saying that I don't think that because of the actions after... The breakdown. I don't think that that necessarily for sure means 
that she put it on there because he is going to have that emotional reaction regardless of if she put it on there or not. All right, His so, reaction to the mask is always going to be the same. All right, so I'm going to add a little bit of a uh, uh, conspiracy theory here. Um, conspiracy that I think is plausible based off a lot of visual interpretation of the movie. She used to be one of the girls in the cult. Yeah, that's implied heavily. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. It's not. There's no definite that she is in the edit. No, it's not. It's not spelled out. Nobody writes it down. It's not something you can read. It's not in the text. But in the subtext, visually, starting with the opening shot of her taking in the off the full blouse, version of yeah. the movie, taking off the black dress, and um, the and the and so so I think that well, when she sees the mask. She knows where this mask comes from. But why? Because she was one of those girls. There's yeah, also but why, why would she... What, what connection is... It's just a coincidence that... No, so there's... I would say so. But I mean, the coincidence <laughs> ties them to the Zigglers. Oh, all shit, dude, world. you're so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> there, so in the original version of the movie, there are several uh, major things that indicate that uh, she may have been there. One of which is the dress... Um, oh, maybe they got because she asked why we got invited. They got invited to the party, maybe because actually she knows it's why. Her she knows, fault. yeah. She already knew yeah. all she of this that world. He's a part existing. of the sex cult. Yeah. Well, he was yeah. never a part of the sex cult. And no, he no, never I'm talking about the, the dude upstairs. Right. Yeah. yeah, right, right, exactly. So she with the black dress. There's also. Um, when they have that weed smoking scene, he is more fucked up than she is, which implies that there's like, I I don't know, like a, a more that is a lightweight. used to being like drugged or Hell whatever, yeah. having like the upper hand so when am I. on drugs or some shit. Me. There's also like the scene when she's walking away from the party and she like chugs the glass of champagne. She does, yeah, she looks like a yeah, badass. Yeah, what's up with yeah. that? Like she's there's, definitely not having a social anxiety. Like she rolls up right to that lady uh, and it's when they get greeted and they're like, oh, so happy to like see you and shit. You know, like mm-hmm. she's but not she like hiding like behind She doesn't want to be there. Like she's yeah. uncomfortable. She just likes getting yeah. fucked up. I don't know. Wait, yeah. did she take that shot of champagne before or after she's getting seduced by that dude? Before. Before. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So it seemed like she has that. She's, she's got a secret that she's holding. Yeah. yeah. Like Tell that, the way right? that she walks, too, and the way that she's she, like, sassy, holds her bro. She's got a secret There's... that she's holding and possibly yeah. taking, you know, using alcohol to suppress those feelings have to <laughs> that's do what with I her do dancing time. with the guy in the first place and I and this whole yeah and that's why Tom Cruise no, I goes out with two girls outside I think when she finds the mask she's she you know there's a lot of stuff to consider what her her frame of mind would be like what, what the fuck does he does he know about me does he know about the cult has he gone to the cult is he part of the cult this is like there's a lot of questions to ask but she doesn't she can't reveal herself she wants to get what she can get out of him first and so she just leaves the mess there like you explain it to me I feel uh, like and that's what happens uh, and so she's able to skirt by which is what the other guy's kind of trying to do like the other guy when he talks to the guy the pool guy the guy that he saved the, the girl of Ziggler yeah Dolph Ziggler when he goes to talk to her <laughs> um, he, he but that guy's like he's kind of trying to like bait him to like try to figure out what he knows yeah 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 because I mean like I feel like there's a thing like there's 
it's a concept with the second party where uh, after he kind of escapes or gets yeah, out yeah. where it's kind of like a what you know but we might be manipulating you yeah, it's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's like a play from their side to try to kind of figure him out by mm-hmm. like kind of overplaying it um, yeah and that i mean that makes sense if she leaves it there it's kind of like an overplay where it's like i know what you're doing but then you have to explain it to me you know sort of thing right and let me i want to reach back to another uh scene that was cut out um that i think has a lot of thematic relevance is that um he goes back to the prostitute's apartment who's the prostitute the girl that's the The red-haired no no No, no, the one that's not in the movie in this not in this edit like i said he was walking down the street a prostitute invites him into the oh yeah yeah, yeah, phone call happens so he goes back after the party he goes back after the party the next day after he decides hey cancel all my shit for work i'm gonna cancel my close out my stuff for the day and he leaves and he goes to that apartment but she's not there her roommate is who's super sexually uh, hot and one, and is attracted to him and, and just like everybody every yeah I said that weird I know what you mean. every every character every character that Tom Cruise think about this every character that Tom Cruise meets uh, almost every character that Tom Cruise meets after uh, he he hears the confession from his wife yeah. is attracted to him. Yeah, yeah. The blonde, uh, yeah. the fourteen year old girl who works at the 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 shop, the shop, um, the prostitute. So what happens pulls with her? There's like nothing really happens with her anyway. It's, I mean, you get the you get her whole story, right? Well, think about it. Like her parallel like again there's 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 scene here and then it gets mirrored here the scene originally is him getting the costume and then it gets mirrored when he removes the, when he re, uh, returns the costume yeah, yeah. but what happens here in the costume scene is like i mean you have the same kind of lights in the background that actually mirror uh, the party scenes with those vertical yeah. white lights which are in both scenes you have the asian guys uh but the asian but think about it it's just like a small small scale version yeah, yeah. of the big party sure the guy's got the hot girl and the people she's selling him multiple guys yeah, it's like a prostitution like, kind of thing. thing. It's not. It's like a small scale version of the of the things of, of the of the orgy scene. So sure, it's it's the same thing. Like he's bumping into the same theme. But yeah. anyway, just to uh, to finish my point, he goes back to the prostitute, but the prostitute's not there. It's his roommate, and so he's getting seduced by the roommate. And he's gonna sound, at this point. He's done. He's ready to buckle and and you know go for it because you know he's went to the orgy, didn't get laid. He's had all these people leave after him, but now he's ready to give in. And just before they're about to get in she tells him uh i i have aids no she tells him the roommate has aids whoa and that's why she won't have sex with him because he she thinks, she thinks that, that he, he had sex. sex with her whoa and that's good yeah and yeah. so that then that like why would you cut that see oh, i forgot about that yeah too. that's good why would you cut I that i remember doing because the movie the and i was thing, like why are you talking about this right now like who cares about this that was dumb totally <laughs> forgot yeah because it's all about <laughs> temptation if he had given into temptation and, and that he would have got AIDS. He would have got AIDS. Would have fucked up his family. Would have fucked up everything. Damn. But he that that he didn't fall into that temptation. So so in the end, he's like a, he even though he follows temptation, but he doesn't give in to temptation. Is like the moral of the film is like well, you could so follow it, just don't give in to it. Like more I don't on the ending than just what you're talking about. So after they have that that breakdown conversation, everyone's yeah. they go shopping. They go Christmas shopping at FAO Schwartz with their daughter, mm-hmm. and the daughter runs off for a moment, and they're left alone, and they're talking and. Does he say something or does she just say? No, what he says is like, oh, well, what are we going to do at this point? Oh, on? And right, she's right, like, right. well, I know something that we have to do now. 
Yeah, and, and what's then she that? Says, Just fuck me. Oh, uh, no, the last line of the movie is, "Well, what are we gonna do now?" And she goes, "Fuck." Whoa. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So that sounds like a cooler ending too. You know what? Based on what you guys were saying, I think I like the original more than I like this. And I really like this. Like, and I didn't notice anything. So there's at least something to not being able to notice anything. Yeah. Still enjoying it. Yeah. Like well, I, the ending is so poignant though to go back to something that we were talking about earlier where if she's in it. Uh, or was in the cult because there's at the beginning again another point that uh, we haven't touched on yet is that when they do the greeting with uh, Ziegler and his wife she is like uh, uh, hangs a little long on her hug with him Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the movie she has like this like fire in her eyes when she says that and it's like it just reignites that thought in your head of like, well, you, you're like the one, right? Like you're the one that was originally a part of this and how he got dragged into this. He's like just some, uh, pussy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie eyes wide shut has so many layers between, um, you know, sexual dynamics between men and women between, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, between, uh, 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 um, between lust and, and love and, and, and all those different dynamics. And, and, and I think there's, I think you could write, multiple essays picking one of those things and sure there's a lot of threads yeah Yeah, there's so many things there and i think this was fascinating about this edit is that this edit is it's a movie it's a it's It's solid like it's a complete movie there's some weirdness like why is nicole kitman cast in this we don't see her anywhere like you were pointing out um but i think otherwise like it's a pretty solid edit you know from beginning to end but what the edit what this shows is that yeah you can tell the story of a guy who kind of goes on this weird odyssey and gets involved in this sex cult and then kind of sort of escapes it without the scenes with the prostitutes, for example, without even the inciting incident, without, um, uh, without even, uh, you know, the ending sequence where, you know, the meaning with the, the resolution between him, him and his wife, like you can have all those things removed, but when you know that those things exist and you see the movie with those things, then you realize, oh my gosh, there is a thematic uh, uh, mass that is in this movie that gets removed if yeah. you if you uh, if you take only the narrative points. Sure, sure, sure. I think it go, goes to show what Kubrick, why he spends so much time making these kind of scenes and then putting them in the movie and understanding their relevance. Yeah, um, that it's not necessarily obvious until maybe they're gone. Sure, 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 sure. Um, it would be yeah, curious. I mean, I would like to see them added. Like, I would. I mean, I mean, I would totally. It's uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy because. As of the time of the release of the show, we are post Halloween, right? So you know we're looking for good Christmas movies. Yeah, and this set in potentially time. this is a good this is a good Christmas movie. Um, and, oh. You know, I'm happy. I'm happy to be beyond that now, uh, <laughs> beyond Halloween. Right. Um, but yeah, like like I like when I watched it, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic, and, and it makes me want to watch that the the real ver- the real version it, it also makes know. me want to watch uh which i've never seen before because i didn't know it existed but the 
the the hacked edited version of The Shining that has been theatrically released in huh. in Europe for so many years. Yeah. Uh, just so it's you said it's thirty minutes cut, not twenty four. But the point is, is that's, that I mean, is, it could have like twenty. The Shining could have like twenty four minutes cut. Well, maybe so. But this is Kubrick's fan edit of his movie. Yeah. You know, he he wanted the one that we saw that's in American theaters has been in DVD uh-huh. distribution forever. But uh, theatrical release, uh, Europe has never seen the complete version. So I'm curious to see what the what the European release was of that. Sure. Just to do another compare contrast like this between, yeah. you know, Gatos' sort of fan edit of Eyes Wide Shut and do compare contrast between, you know, what's cut out and what's missing uh, here versus what's cut out and missing in the uh, theatrical releases, uh, the different theatrical releases of, yeah, uh, of the show. I feel like there was a rumor when this movie came out. I mean, did you see it when it came out? Yeah, or? in the theater okay. opening night. Yeah, so... You saw it opening night? Oh, yeah. How artistic. I know, dude. I was totally into that. <laughs> he's, so, he's, so, he's so artistic, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's why his favorite movie is Babe... Babe two, two in the city, city. <laughs> like fuck me. Babe two artistic in the city. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, fuck. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. It's gone. Yeah, Sorry. That's my fault. Oh yeah. Okay. So I feel like when this movie came out, though, there were several rumors that came out at the same time because of Kubrick's death, and some of them were that there was this was an unfinished product. Um. Some of them were that this this was the version that the studio released and that there was a longer version. Mm-hmm. Some of them uh, had rumors that there was like a definitive ending that implicated uh, or completely confirmed that Nicole Kidman was in the the call or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I, I don't remember that well mm-hmm. uh, can you corroborate yeah, any there, of that there was no there was a non-rumor up, was a, there was a non-rumor <laughs> it was a total fact actually that um uh the orgy sequence in the middle of the movie um was too uh it was too <laughs> orgy ish so they went in and actually uh digitally put some people in the foreground to hide some of the more yeah, egregious sex that. acts. I forgot about and that. I mean, you see full frontal female nudity. Yeah. No dicks. You well, don't get a dick. Well, that, yeah, and but more, it was more like if there's scenes of, of people having sex and like the thrusting action and this uh, body will kind of come into f- center frame to hide that, a lot of that. There's yeah. also someone, uh, actually, that you brought this up because I forgot about that, but there's also someone at the party, a lady and a dude and uh, the dude is like ramming into this chick on like a like a uh, like a little jump cabinet, house, a bounce like house table thing, uh-huh. and she has a blue dress on. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Yeah. That wouldn't right. work. Yeah. No, it is right. That's how it is in the original. Um, but the point is, is yeah, that but it wouldn't work with the film. Like a blue dress wouldn't work with that. Party. But there was there was no. What I'm saying, a, yeah, the, but what I'm saying is that like the blue dress isn't something that should have been in there. Yeah. No, I don't think that this was the edited version. That's not what I'm saying right now. What the fuck? I got to... I don't... what What are you saying, Donna? I'm saying that the blue dress from Kubrick's vision wouldn't have existed because why would she have been the focal point? It doesn't make sense with the context of his... So you're Films. suggesting that that shot was studio in- inserted? Yes. And I'm saying no, that's not true. 
I, I know- yes, I understand that that's what you are saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason, I, I, the reason I'm saying that is because the studio didn't interfere with that stuff. What they did put is um, they put people in the foreground to hide things going on in the background. They didn't change people's clothes that are on set or whatever. So... Um, and and this I don't I'm pretty sure that this edit that we saw had the uh, Kubrick because they uh, they that's how the theatrical release was. Then they later released um, uh, uh, the actual cut that Kubrick had made without all those foreground um, interferences. And I'm pretty sure that this cut does not have those. So um, no. yeah. So the uh, but I didn't see a blue dress. Oh, uh, she there's this girl getting. She's getting got, rammed. She's jammed. getting rammed, and she's got a dress on. So that's that. Mean, I know exactly what it's you're talking about. It's right before he goes. Yeah, but did she have a blue dress? It's oh like God. a light blue Ethan. dress. Yeah, and uh, you probably walked out of the movie at that point, which <laughs> well, is I'm why about, you I'm about this to walk so out. I got to pee really. <laughs> oh, well, and walk out of this. Yeah. Oh, should I add him right or it? <laughs> Uh, so there's other few uh, interesting things I wanted to uh, uh, put out. Okay, later. Uh, there's two actors in the movie who are also famous directors. Uh, um, uh, Sidney Pollock, who plays the guy Ziggler, mm-hmm. who tells him everything over the pool sequence. Uh, he directed Three Days in the Condor, um, Tootsie, um, a bunch of other films. Like he's a, he's a director, so it's interesting to see him being pulled in to do acting with uh, Stanley Kubrick and then uh, Nick Nightingale in the movie is played by Todd Field who uh, at the time had directed two films uh, Little Children and um, uh, In the Bedroom and uh, so again uh, interesting that he would pull directors in to do his acting sequences there um, I don't know what Todd Field has done since then I know Sidney Pollock did like um, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead and a few other things that he passed away a couple of years ago. Uh, just talking trivia stuff here. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of the movie. Um, what, are your, uh, what are your thoughts there, Juan? Well, I mean, I don't know. I I think I, I liked the fan edit, I think, at the end of the day. I, I like, I hate... I like it and hate it. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I think that, um, I think that I enjoyed everybody's performance. I think that it was entertaining to watch. Um, but it didn't really make a lot of sense to me and Mm -hmm. it didn't, it felt like something was missing. And, uh, I think that I, I'd like the original. I think you'd give that a chance. I think that the original maybe would, would, uh, would be a a good, a better movie for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'd probably still have issues with the movie that I think Donna kind of brought up where it's like sexist and, uh, it's just like weird. Uh, Um, like that little girl and the two Asian dudes and then, and the dad, like being her pimp. Mm -hmm. It's just weird, weird stuff. Um, like that, that kind of bothered me a little bit, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that the original is probably a really good movie. Yeah. And okay. um, I I am not normally a conspiracy theorist type of person, but I think that that conspiracy is totally um, that she it's was got in the it's cult. got evidence to back it up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's not like a, it's too far like far fetched or anything. I think so. too. I like it. At the very least, it creates a a, a, vis- a metaphor. You know, like a parallel, a metaphoric parallel between the characters and what he experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, final thoughts there, Ethan? Uh, I mean, I really like this one. Yeah. So I'm sure, I mean, it sounds like um, there's a lot of threads that are cut out that I would really like to see. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really understand why, like the purpose of them being cut out now that I'm, 
Now, like now that you guys explained them to me, like I'm, I'm like, why would you cut those out? Right. But uh, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to see the original now. I really liked it. Okay. I just like the way it looks, and yeah. it sounds great. Yeah, like, yeah it yeah. sounds and looks great. Um, especially like the. I mean, when he walks into that mask party, that shit is fucking wild so looking. Good, it's yeah. so good looking. Yeah. And there's so many good shots. Like Intoxicating. The, well, the, my favorite is like, uh, my like my favorite shot in the film is like... When she's like standing on the other side of the catwalk. No. And it's like a lower angle, like behind her shoulder, but like lower. And then like Tom Cruise is like, here, grab onto this. <laughs> <laughs> you, my favorite my favorite scene in the film that was a silent hill reference that you missed there my favorite my favorite scene in the film is when tom cruise is like i'm gonna draw you like one of my french girls <laughs> it's my favorite scene all right uh so titanic reference yeah, if you no, didn't pick no, it no, up no, fucking <laughs> idiot um no Ram you <laughs> uh yeah no i uh, my favorite shot of the film is when he he walks in to the room and, and he sees like all this like crazy shit that's going on and then he looks up at the balcony mm. and then they're looking at him yeah and then and, and so it like does that slow zoom into them and they're wearing like way yeah. you know who that is no who is it well like under the mask the yeah. guy yeah who is yeah. that i don't know Sigler and his wife really you think so yes i don't know Guaranteed. Really? Really? Yeah. Looking at some conspiracy shit, dog. You want to talk conspiracies? (laughs) That's crazy. I never considered that, but that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite scene is like he looks at them and he he's wearing like the like fucking patrioty hat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's wearing he has like this crazy kind of mask. Yeah, it's wild. But my favorite is when they do like that slow zoom on Tom Cruise from like the high angle, like on the balcony going in on him uh that shot's so good yeah because like you just it's the first time you see him in his mask like full force like looking Mm -hmm. on and they're doing all those weird things where they're like kissing with masks but they can't kiss because their masks obviously don't kiss Uh, uh, but 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 then you just see like just his eyes and his eyes look kind of yellow oh it's so good i love the idea like the mask thing because it 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 doesn't like you said it doesn't allow them to kiss so all the sex in the thing is muted it doesn't have intimacy. It's yeah. just no pure fucking. You know, it doesn't. No, I, think I don't that's take it as so that. much more sexual. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's seems because so it seems like a sexual. It seems like a bizarre like. I don't ritual. know. I think oh, that there's great. like I don't know. I mean, maybe this is getting like way too deep into no, like psyche I want to hear all your issues, fetishes. But... <laughs> <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I, I stop this. I think that 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 there is an intimacy in being that sexual. Like, I think that kissing with like masks with like someone that you don't necessarily know is like so intimate that because you don't know each other, like there's so much like fear in that, that that is like so like primal, like Uh bonding that that is like one of the most intimate things that you could ever experience. And then the fact that you're like kissing through those is like this trust that is like, that is like the pinnacle of That's like fascinating because I get the yeah. exact opposite impression. Really, the whole time I see that scene, the whole thing I'm thinking is like, so you've only ever played music blindfolded at this thing, and like you know what's going on. 
Because, man, that music goes right along with the way that dude stamps his thing and does the uh, Ouija board kind of calls. At the very least, it's his third day there, so he's got some practice. (laughs) It's good, though. I dig it. Solid solid flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donna, final thoughts? Wait, she didn't do hers? No, No, I haven't. (laughs) Um, Well, uh... Uh... (laughs) This is one of my... This isn't my favorite Kubrick movie. I don't love this one. I uh, really dislike this edit. I I really dislike this edit for a number of reasons, some of which we got into and maybe I elaborated a little too much on. Um, but... Uh, what is interesting about this edit is that it actually made me like this movie more. Hmm. In fact, how so? Uh, it just made me appreciate things that were missing, which I think heightened the movie altogether. Hmm. Um, as far as this edit is concerned, I really didn't like it. I really don't understand what the point of it was. I I just don't get. I don't get it. Hmm. I don't get what your view was. I don't get what you were going for. Uh, and I think that. Oddly enough, which I wasn't really expecting, uh, it's weird that we had two people watch this movie that had never seen it before and had different perspectives Mm -hmm. of how this movie turned out. I did not expect that at all. Uh, I think that plays into the whole Kubrick uh, uh, (laughs) mythos is that people love him and they hate him and he's very bipolar uh very has a very uh, dichotomous response i don't have that relationship with him or oh. i guess the people the people that i do have relationships with yeah don't have a, a a bad opinion about kubrick um i i can feel the the this the separation in his movies um i <laughs> excuse me Bless you. Thank you. I have recently, uh, uh, I've you. recently watched um, Clockwork Orange, and I found myself really disassociated with it, and finding getting really um, uh, um, bored with it, and and it kind of fed up with it as it was going along. And I, I had a real distaste for it oh when I was God, done. Oh my God, you scared the shit out of me. Sorry, it's me, <laughs> Ethan, I'm back. I had a real distaste <laughs> for it. Jesus Christ. And so I, I, I understand I understand how he can evoke that, that feeling out of people where it's not... Um, uh, it's it, it, it's not a kind of traditional normal movie. Like he's specifically pushing these buttons, and it responds well to others, and and not and it responds in some and not in others. And I I get that. I get that. I I fell asleep, you know, five times through two thousand one before I could watch it through consistently. Now I think it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. So like I get that there's range there for people. Time out. <laughs> Okay, so I have several questions about that. One of which is, uh, why? How many times have you seen *A Clockwork Orange*? Maybe like four times. Five. Okay, you saw it all in the year two thousand one. Yeah, I just watched it over and over and over again. But was that like your first Kubrick movie? Um, my first Kubrick was probably *Full Metal Jacket*. Okay, did you read *Clockwork Orange* the book? No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't like that. It scared the shit out of me. Scared the shit out of us. Everyone involved in this podcast was terrified. (laughs) 
We got Ethan 2.0 over Ooh, here. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Two Night Show, the other podcast on this network. Give it a listen. <laughs> Rude. So uh, yeah, I think Cl- I think uh, I think Full Metal Jacket was probably the first one I ever saw. But I was young, and it was like, oh, we have to watch the watch the sergeant, you know, call him out, you know. See, it, it was all about that, you know. I didn't have like a film kind of taste. Yeah. You know, see, to so. me, that's a Clockwork Orange, which a Clockwork Orange is great, and I I do really like that film, and I feel like now at my current age i've gotten to the point where i can appreciate it again Mm. um but that for a very long time was very much that film to me where i was like um i i don't know like it's it's boring to me and i can't i don't care just because i had seen it probably 15 or 20 times or something Mm -hmm. um but uh 2001 i also agree with where it I think the first two times I saw it, I fell asleep. And then after that, I loved it and watched it all the way through. And I've probably seen it Mm -hmm. 20 or more times or something. It's great. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm the only people, I don't know. There's only one person that I can think of that doesn't like Kubrick. And that person is an idiot. (laughs) Are you talking about Ethan? No, I'm not talking it's about not Ethan. Me. <laughs> it's not old it's Ethan. It's actually over here. someone that <laughs> we're friends with that I'm not going to. Is see it Max it. Adam? No. Neither Fuck of those Max two? Adams. No. Oh, then I don't care who it is. It's Megan. Don't. Is it Megan? How many more friends do you have? How many Megans right? do you know? I got like two and a half friends, right? <laughs> Well, I mean, there's, like I said, I, I get it. I get that there that his films are polarizing uh, because I have felt that polarizing effect myself. I don't think that that's polarizing, though. I guess that's the point that I'm trying to make. I don't look, think that polarization look, is something that it's, time it's, can define it's with it's one singular person. He's definitely a polarizing uh, filmmaker. If you want to take a contrast, like take Jurassic Park, where 95% of the population loves it. That's not a polarizing movie. Uh, you compare that to any of Kubrick's uh, Kubrick's films, which nobody, you know, people will still not connect with Doctor Strangelove and uh, and Barry Lyndon and uh, um, the killing and everything else. Like, so there's always going to be like this kind of weird dichotomy with uh, people's taste in his movies, and I get that. I yeah. still think he's the best filmmaker that ever lived because I haven't watched a lot of foreign shit. But oh my uh, God. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna but, walk out your podcast. Yeah, right. right. But uh, we both are. Yeah, but I, uh, I yeah, later, guys. Just me and Juan. <laughs> I'm about to sub out, too. Oh, yeah, no. I'm on Donna. <laughs> yeah. You want to just keep subbing? <laughs> we can just continue. So, Juan, how many movies so did you watch in 2001? So when Eyes, Wide, <laughs> when Eyes Wide Shut came out, there was a lot of like, uh, I don't think this is best, and I loved it anyway. So I think, uh, you know, trying to... Be- Bezo, your show's falling apart. Shit, like, no doubt. I'm going to create an endless loop real quick. This movie, <laughs> I think what this edit does is it, uh, it, it, it if only for uh, if only for uh, scholarly purposes, goes to show that scholarly there is Bezo. there is evidence to show that Kubrick's uh, uh, inclusion of scenes strictly for thematic purposes, not necessarily because are you doing like some Krokoneko thing? Yeah, uh, not not strictly because it forwards the narrative <laughs> per se, but forwards the thematic uh, 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 juice of the movie is relevant, and um, he had an eye and a and a taste for that. 
that I think is evident by this edit that uh, it removes that stuff and still makes a cohesive movie. Yeah. But I don't think is nearly as thematically powerful as the original. That's fair. Those I are get my it. final I thoughts. I see the threads. That's the final thoughts. Wait, right, we gotta, we gotta, so we're rounding out. Let's, do let's the round plugs. it out. Wait, do, one, some plugs. One, you one, do some plugs. Give Emperor's me some plugs. New what are you, what are you plugs. doing, man? Excellent film. <laughs> you got any plugs Emperor's you want to promote yourself, dude? No, I do. I do not want to. Hell right. yeah! Excellent. Right. Plug. Do not follow Juan on Twitter or Facebook or Wait. any other social media. Follow, follow him on I Twitter want... at JT Smelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to promote Juan real quick. Juan during the movie went to go grab a beer and then came back riding a skateboard across our living room. That was a good. Badass. That would be a good tracking shot. That was my best move of the night. Yeah, yeah. that was a no, solid. That was my move. favorite part of the movie yeah, too. Of, that's how you film skate movies on, a, on uh, yeah. skateboards. Yeah, hell yeah, and I'm all about skate movies. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I fuck with it. Stanley Kubrick skate movie. The slower and steadier. I want to be on a skateboard. Yeah, uh, totally. That movie punks. <laughs> yeah, that movie. That band Jackass. I love talking about movies. Yeah. Donna, Donna, you got some plugs for the podcast? Go for it. Yeah, you can listen to me talk about video games on Dude, uh, Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl. Dorito with two eyes. Yeah. Uh, or you can follow us on Twitter at Dude vs. Girl. Or me on Twitter at Donna underscore Bourgeois. Booyah. Yeah. E- Ethan? FCC Presents Boom. at XC4ERV. Awesome. If it's not, if it's still on Apple, to, Apple. Apple Tunes? Yeah, iTunes, it might, it might get banned on Apple Tunes is the rumor. <laughs> That's the rumor. We're e- bad boys. Ethan, baby. number two, you got any plugs for us? I, I already plugged it. I didn't know this. Was a, we, I, I, two-night show is a podcast. A two-night show. Two-night podcast show. on uh, Body Tape International and Sound on Sound uh, Fest TX official verified account on SoundCloud. Right Our right. podcast is up there as well. Oh, God. Really oh. Brandon's got a in. plug. We got Brandon <laughs> plugs rolling through. Uh, Wait, what were you going to say? Brandon's. Wait, oh, and whole... also your Twitter, at JT Smelly. On, yeah. I'm on Instagram. It's better than my Twitter. I'm really good at Instagram, guys. Right What's on, your right Instagram? On. Eating booty, taking names. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> this will actually be coming out... In November. This will be yeah, coming out so after... The... My Instagram at that time will be the girl with the Drake tattoo. And this is Bezo. Thank you for everybody listening. This is featured this podcast, and we will catch you on the next side. Next side? We'll catch you on catch the flip side, side, baby. There we go. Woo! No plugs from Brandon.
Shalom.